Hello, adventurers. You have found Homebrew Heels, a Nat One Life podcast. I am one of your hosts, hostesses, Amanda. <laughs> My sister Sarah and I will be talking you through some of the Nat Ones we've rolled in the medical health areas of our life. We are not medical professionals by any means, although I personally have watched quite a bit of Grey's Anatomy. We will be sharing our experiences, how we're advocating for our health, what the experience is like in all its details, good and the gross, the cost of the adventure, and most importantly, how we are working to stay happy and motivated through it all. Journey with us and start to find your way through this net one Amanda, hmm. do you like water? Mm. I have a love-hate relationship with water. Like, define yeah. like. Do I like that it makes my body feel better mm-hmm. and my skin look beautiful and my skin not be so dry and my mouth not be dry? Absolutely. Do I think that I get endorphins every time I drink it because it's just so delicious? No. That does not happen. (laughs) I wish it would happen. Because then I think it would be easier for me to get off the soda, off the coffee, off the sugar. But sugar's addictive. And water doesn't have any of that shit. So, I saw a video that was showing a lizard that lives in the desert. Mm -hmm. And the way that it consumes water is that it finds puddles and it just stands in the puddle. And its body absorbs the water and it attracts it towards its mouth. And that's how it drinks water. See, I almost think that I'm like to that point because with menopause and everything, my skin is so dry. And I swear (laughs) if I just stood in a puddle of water, it would just absorb it. It would just be like, like, oh, I'm so hydrated. See, I'm thinking, like, I wish my body did that, because then I, during showers, I love taking showers. It's one of the Mm. most relaxing things for me. So if I could just get my water intake during the same time. Right? Oh, my God. That would be so That is the truth. That, mm, you are onto something there. I also think that um, I would love to be an air plant, because air mm -hmm. plants... They just literally take, like, residual moisture in the air. And they're like, yeah. that's all I need. You don't need to water me. Good I enough. can pull the moisture out of the air. Why can't we be that fancy? <laughs> well, if you couldn't tell already, listeners, today's episode is about water. What, 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 water? <laughs> so why is it important? Like, what so, did you learn in all your it- research? Dang. So I knew water was important and it's been pushed within our, how do you call it? Healthy learning. Yeah. Like our educational system. Yeah. Water is being pushed like quite a bit more and more and more. And so everybody knows water is important. However, I think only some reasons as to why water is important is commonly known. Mm. So everybody understands. um, I shouldn't put words in people's mouths. I assume everybody understands that water is important because we are a living thing. And all living things on Earth 
require water one way or another. Mm-hmm. And that our body is m- just like the earth, mainly water. <laughs> like Right. And I, yeah, exactly. That's the biggest point is we are mostly water, which is kind yeah. of weird to think about, but it is true. It is true. Our skin is a living organism that is containing everything within Mm -hmm. our body, including water. Like, did you ever see that um, superhero movie? Oh, my God. Which one was it? They're trying to cure somebody of maybe, like, their mutant. Maybe it was one of the X-Men. And they inject them with something. And then he turns to just the water cells. Yep. And he collapses and dies. What movie is that? Um, I think you're right. I do think it was an X-Men movie. Oh, that part was so disturbing. Like, it was nasty. Um, What is it called? X-Men? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the X-Men. Which one was it? It was, oh, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. It was the very first X-Men, the senator. He tries to become a mutant. He goes into that machine. Yeah. Yes. That, that guy. That he one. turned into. <laughs> anyway, yeah. like, that's what I imagine. Like, if somebody were to just be like, we're going to remove all the cellular structure. Yeah. From your body. We would just be this sack of water. So. Oh, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go for it. So I, I agree. Like essentially it wouldn't be just pure water, water, of course, but it definitely would just, we would be liquid. Nothing. So I found a couple of interesting facts about water specifically to like how I feel. And um, I have my next week when we record um, or next week, we'll be talking about our, our health updates Mm -hmm. um, for the 18th um, so that we can get those in the future. But one of the things is the diet that I'm actually starting April 1st is a lot of it has to do with water intake. And what I read about um, in my research specifically to issues that I'm having is how much water actually helps you regulate your body temperature, which I thought was weird. Yeah. It makes sense when you read about how and why, but I didn't think about it. Um, How it protects your joints and your tissues. um, And then how it helps with um, nutrient absorption. Yes. So... With those facts, regulating Mm -hmm. body temperature, I was the same way um, that you just described. I read about it, and it was one of those situations where I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you read the headline, and you're like, what? How does it do that? And then you read into it, and you're like, oh, Oh, that that makes makes sense. sense." (laughs) Mm -hmm. We are just water. so. So for our listeners, for regulating body temperature... When you consume water, or essentially anything really, when you consume things, your body will have to break it down, but that creates, like, energy and whatnot, Mm -hmm. and so you have 
outside sources that are impacting your body temperature, like the weather mm-hmm. and or activity. And so when your body is heating up past a certain point, your body will naturally start releasing sweat. Mm-hmm. And that is its way of cooling down. Well, you can drink cold water to assist with cooling down um, or just drinking water in general is replacing what your body is sweating out. Mm-hmm. So you can yeah. to make yourself cool. So especially when you're exercising and stuff like that, you don't want to get too dehydrated because it can impact your muscles and like all of that. It, it can make it painful because your your cells are like, I'm so dry. <laughs> I am cracky, you know, and they're like dying. They're like, please water me. It's like one of those plants you haven't watered for months and like the dirt's all dry. And you're like, oh, I guess I should water you. You water it and it comes back to full life. It's like, oh my God, thank you. Um, you know, that's, that's people joke about that with me is that the reason why I'm so petite is because I just don't drink water. Mm-hmm. If I would have just drank water, I would have filled out and everything. <laughs> like your cells are just super deflated and dehydrated. Yeah. yeah. You got flaccid cells. That's hilarious. Um, But what I think that when I was reading about the regulating of body temperature, I did a little more uh, research because I was just curious about my menopause specifically. Oh, sure. And so what I think is important for people to think about and remember is if you've ever been cold and sweating, there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. And your body is trying to warm you up. And in order to do that, it has to create energy, just like Sarah was just talking about. So even if you're not exercising or you're not like outside on a 103 degree day, maybe it's 32 degrees outside and you're standing at the bus stop and you're like, why am I sweating? Well, most likely it's because your body is trying to keep you warm. So shivering is actually a way of your body trying to keep you warm. It's mm-hmm. your muscles are contracting to try to burn energy to create heat. And that's why when uh, if you ever look into like survival techniques and whatnot, yeah. um, they say that they actually recommend that you don't cause friction on your arms, even though mm-hmm. those are your extremities that are further away. You need to protect your main core. And yep. so rubbing your like your chest and your torso area and whatnot and making sure your head is covered um those are what's important in causing friction in those areas is actually going to help better to warm you up faster yeah it's like why wearing a hat will keep you warmer versus wearing gloves and stuff is because actually like most of the heat from your body escapes through your head so Mm -hmm. if you put a hat on you're trapping in that heat to keep you warm so, it's actually it's a good crazy. camping trick that I use when we go camping at the beginning of the season. It's still mm. cold out. I always wear a hat because I make sure that it, um, I will wake up freezing cold if I'm not wearing something on my head. <laughs> Interesting. That's, yeah. That's very smart. Mm-hmm. If you get me out camping this year, I will remember that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I say if, you totally will. Especially, I actually had a good time. I think, anyway, I digress. Water. Water. Okay, so going into that, so you kind of hinted at it already, but it goes into a little bit more detail, or maybe we need to just make sure we point it out. So you said that um, the friction 
you know, in your body, it's helping your body out, not only with um, regulating your body temperature, but you mentioned like also making sure that everything um, works properly within your body and that pain doesn't occur. Right. There was a little bit of a discussion in my reading. Um, I went to Healthline to start and then I kind of expanded out from there just so Mm -hmm. people know. Um, But in my reading, when it talked about um, your blood oxygen and the circulation and combining that with what your body's trying to do, like, so we've talked a lot about body processes in this podcast And essentially, if your cells are depleted and dehydrated, they're not going to carry out these processes as well as they should. So something as simple as oxygenating all of our organs, right? People know Mm -hmm. how that works. We breathe oxygen in. They, the, or I'm sorry, we breathe air in, the air goes into our lungs, the oxygen is taken out into our bloodstream, and then circulated throughout our body. Okay, but what is blood? Blood is like 90-something percent fucking water. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if you're dehydrated, the water is actually what carries the oxygen through your body. Yeah. And then you're not getting as much much oxygen. So then, therefore, you know, um, suddenly you're, like, not able to digest your food as well because water is huge and making sure you get the nutrients traveling throughout your body, getting all those vital components, making sure that your liver cells are producing the bile, or I'm sorry, are uh, triggering the gallbladder and, like, you know what I mean? Like, all of these things require water. And it's interesting because if you think about it, so it's... We've said this in the past before, like your body, it was built to, to work together. Like when we were talking about the liver, not only is the liver like creating the bile and the like storing it away in the gallbladder and everything like that, the liver is also doing so much more and it actually communicates with other body parts and it's communicating not like obviously our organs aren't living things where they're talking to one another they're not intelligent what have you so how are they communicating with one another everything is circulating with water and blood essentially Mm. and so your organs are made up of these as well so it just accepts what it receives and what's around it so it's like the most it'll be the most efficient with what's available right exactly yeah and so if you're, if our bodies in evolution has decided that water is so important that mm-hmm. <laughs> everything is like, everything needs it. So then you think about how, how it helps our digestion is mm-hmm. not only like, are we drinking water to assist with um, nutrients, you know, nutrients dissolving within it so it can spread, but it's also getting into our actual bowels and helping our bowels like push it out. It's yeah, start to finish, like mm-hmm. goes through the whole cycle. Yeah, it's just it's all it, um it compares water to being just as important as getting fiber and aiding in actually getting yourself to like poop 
regularly and healthily, you know, like we've talked about what does healthy poop look like. And if you are dehydrated, it will show in your poop. Mm -hmm. Your poop will be harder to pass or um, you may have really bad diarrhea because your body's actually not absorbing any of the nutrients depending on what you're putting into your body. Um, We're not doctors, as we say at the beginning, but your poop can say a lot about what you have going on. Yeah, I actually, when I originally, before I went on this journey of mine, if I randomly were to be constipated, I actually assumed that that was because I didn't have enough water and that was my trigger to go drink some more water. Knowing more now because of everything that I've gone through for testing and whatnot. I think sometimes that for sure was the issue because I'm somebody who I love water. Like I actually don't mind the taste of water. It Mm -hmm. is something I do enjoy drinking. I just, I'm not a person who drinks liquids. Yeah. She's weird people. We actually think she might be a robot (laughs) because she doesn't consume liquids. She doesn't drink when she eats. Right. I don't, which we can get to that now. That's important. It is actually recommended that you drink water, more specifically water, but they do say any liquid um, before, during, and after a meal. Yeah. It is part of the digestion. I was like, Sarah's going to hate this. I know. I was like, gosh dang it. I'll have to form a habit. Right. But one thing that I did read is that even consuming like a small quantity of 500 milliliters, which I'm looking up how many ounces that is because I'm American. Um, So one, it's it's a pint. Okay. So basically consuming a pint of water can drastically change your whole day. Like just a pint. Mm -hmm. It can change the performance of your body. It can change how you're feeling. And so I think that is intriguing because like what, what you just said was like, oh man, I'm supposed to be drinking like all of these things throughout the day and doing all of this. And I think that's why a lot of people, myself included, get, they like, it's either go big or go home. Like I'm going to drink half a gallon of water or a gallon of water every single day and you set yourself up for failure. And so I actually found some tips about how to increase your water intake. Um, Did you have anything else that you learned that was kind of crazy about water? Well, first of all, going into that then, um, Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that everybody knows uh, what scientists are saying, how much water we should be drinking. Um, I looked on multiple sites and mm-hmm. all of them are essentially, they're saying the exact same thing. So okay. for um, a man, an average man, he should be drinking 15 and a half cups a day. And uh, an average woman should be drinking 11 and a half cups a day. Okay. So there's 16 cups in a gallon, just so everybody knows. So a guy should be drinking about a gallon mm-hmm. and a woman like three quarters of a gallon. So that... I always knew, like, how much water, like, not the exact amount, but I knew that the amount of water that people should be drinking on a daily basis is a lot. And it is something where I look at it, like, look at a gallon of milk, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't drink that in a day. 
Like that is so much. So I think you might come to, uh, this might be one of your tricks, but one of the most shocking things I learned is that 20% of our daily intake is from food. Yes. Well, hopefully. If you're eating fruits and vegetables specifically. Correct. Yes, because that's where a majority of it comes from. But even like, let's think like a chicken breast or something. There is some water in that. You know, it's not completely dried meat. It's not chicken jerky. Jerky. Right. Right. So, yes, I did find, I thought that 20% number was pretty high. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, So I'm curious what that, what a person that has 20% of their water coming in, what their diet looks like. Yeah, and I agree because I was like, okay, I know off the top of my head, I know certain foods, like you were saying, certain fruits and vegetables, celery, of course, is one of the first ones that come to mind. So is watermelon. Mm -hmm. Like they are clearly foods that contain more juices. Right. People might not realize that it is water, but it contains more juiciness within it. Yeah, I mean, but, juice is majority water. But so. 20%? Yeah, I know. I don't, I mean, I'll be honest. When I read that, I was like, I don't think that's accurate for my family. We're not eating, we eat vegetables every day, um, mm-hmm. but we're not eating enough fruit. Like, we have some maybe in the morning or like, I made blueberry cobbler last night. I don't know if that counts, mm-hmm. you know, but. I'll count it. <laughs> right. There's a lot of blueberries, so. But like, it. <laughs> I don't think that my family is eating enough fruits and vegetables to say that they're getting 20% of their water intake. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Because I think that we're definitely not there. Right? No, I'm thinking the same thing. Clearly, so my husband does not like fruits or vegetables. Um, He never, he never grew into it as an adult. And so for sure him, he doesn't. However, he drinks like a horse. Yeah. He consumes water. Yeah. He'll drink water. He'll drink juice. Yes. He drinks Mm -hmm. a lot of pop, Mm -hmm. but no, he also has water in it. He does, but not recommended Mm -hmm. way of intake. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, he, he consumes liquids. He's the complete opposite of me. I do not Mm -hmm. consume them. So he consumes them. It's like Jack Spratt could eat no fat. His wife wife could eat no lean. Yeah. So betwixt them both, they licked their platters clean. (laughs) Yes, I'll have to come up with a rhyme for Brian. Could, uh, yeah, something. Drink only this. Sarah could eat only this. Between them both, he drank everything and she ate everything. And we're all good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If only that were the truth. But between James and I, I, we eat healthier. But like you said, by no means are, I don't. I don't understand how we would be reaching that 20%. Right. Exactly. I am sitting the 20% as an aspirational target. Um, So, and I'll hit at that on the end here, but let's talk about some of the other um, things that you can do to help get more water. What are those tips and tricks you found? Yeah. So one of them that probably no surprise to most of our listeners, this, uh, podcast is called homebrew heels we are dorks we love games mm-hmm. but one of them is to create a game make a nice. game out of drinking your water so i have you've seen it my big gallon size or it's a half gallon jug mm-hmm. and it's pink 
I love it. But on the side of it, it has like tick marks for times of the day. Yeah. And it has little like motivational quotes on it. And so um, I have set timers in my phone when I'm really trying to focus on it so that it's like, did you drink your um, eight ounces? And it's just eight ounces every hour is what you're trying to do between eight and eight. So then you have drank half a gallon of water in eight hours. Okay. See, okay. and to me, eight ounces, I can do eight ounces. Yeah, it's a small glass of, like, you know, one of those tiny glasses that you get at, like, a restaurant when they give you the little cup of juice. That's eight mm -hmm. ounces. It's not yep. a lot. And so then for me, if I'm having a day where I'm really struggling, eight ounces in, a, in an hour, because <laughs> there's 60 minutes in an hour, really, you only have to drink, like, an ounce every you know, six minutes, eight minutes. And so an ounce is two tablespoons. So I'm just trying to put this into perspective for people that are like, I have a hard time drinking water. Can you right. take two gulps, you know, every 10 minutes? Because if you did that, you'd be able to clear, um, what is that, six times, you know, almost a cup, almost at eight ounces in an hour. And so it's just really um, trying to be intentional, I guess. So creating that game is fun. And they actually make um, trackers that you can put on top of water bottles or on the side of your water bottles. So every time you're picking it up, it oh, knows nice. that you're drinking it. And they even have some water bottles that track the flow of water. So it knows exactly how many ounces you're consuming. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Right? But, like, that's important to note because for me, what we're kind of hinting at is that there's going to be people who have different ways of consuming their water. There's people like my husband who can just down it within, like, a short period of time. And it's <laughs> like not Paul? an issue. Paul's yeah. special ability. My husband, he calls it, quote, opening his gullet. And he can, I shit you not, Sarah has seen him do it take like a quart of water and drink it all without stopping in like a matter of seconds I have no idea how he does it he's like I just open my gullet and just let the water flow yeah he just relaxes throat. his throat and he doesn't yeah he's just like, uh, 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 and I'm like oh my god so anyway he's fun to take to a bar because you can get free drinks because he's like I can beat anybody <laughs> anywho Yes, so some people might chug it, but for some people, like yourself, I can exactly. never picture you chugging water. I think it would actually no. make you sick. It and does. so, but knowing, oh, well, if I just take, like, two strawfuls every hour, right, I can exactly. clear, or every 10 minutes, I can clear a whole cup of water in an hour. Anyway, so nice. make it a game, you know? That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Well, uh, did you find any tips and tricks? Um, I found, I did find some, but I have to say, not to like dog on them or anything, but I went to our government site. I went to the CDC and I wanted to see, they, I just wanted to see, you know, tips and tricks and they came up. So I was like, hmm, wonder what our government is suggesting. Um, they actually do have two tips that I found somewhat beneficial or just good ideas um, mm -hmm. to get people to think about. But one of them is, which I found funny, opt for water when eating out. Mm -hmm. um, 
at first I was like, but you're eating out. Like, why would you? But they do say you will save money. It You will significantly, especially yeah. if you're eating out with a family of four. Paul and I started doing this and we we're like, just drink water. Just drink water because it's free. It comes with mm-hmm. your meal. And it's yep. better for you. You're not adding just sugar on top. Listen to our soda episode, people, if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, and it saves you, like, seriously, 15 to $20 because yeah. of how much they're upcharging for the drinks. So, anyway. Well, and not only that, but always, I man, I'm talking about my husband a lot in this episode. Um, Brian, when we go out to eat, he has more than one. Yeah. Most people do. Now, in most places, they're free refills, which that's fucked up right there. They should really yeah. stop that because that would encourage people not to drink so much soda. Yep. Um, but, yeah, and they, they'll, they'll, it just flows. They'll bring it to you before you're even done. Right, exactly. It's part of their job to make sure that your yeah. cup is always filled, essentially. Yeah, gotta fill that diabetes cup up. <laughs> so that was one where I was like, all right, like people may be drawn to the whole money situation. I know I sure. for sure was in multiple points of life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it does save you quite a pretty penny. It does. Yeah. Uh, but the next one reminds me of our mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those who struggle with essentially the taste of water or just you're, you may have become just so accustomed to the sugary drinks and other mm-hmm. items that water just doesn't appeal to you anymore. Mm-hmm. But adding some fruit or some, I personally love cucumber water. Yeah. Mm, cucumber mint water. Mm-hmm. Mm. Delicious. There and are ways actually, to flavor water naturally. Yes. And that actually... Um, add some nutrients into your day as well. Some micronutrients and like all of that. And some of those things that you can add in like celery, for example, um, and cucumber actually help with digestion. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. Um, Another thing that I read too about similar to that with the flavor is it doesn't have to be flat water. It can be sparkling water. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can be tea, um, which I found interesting because I thought for sure tea would kind of be looped into that coffee realm, which is sure. a diuretic, you know, the caffeine. So it's causing you to move, but it's not, it's not the same. It is different. And so especially herbal teas are great for hydration because they don't have like the caffeine in them or anything that's a diuretic um, that dehydrates you naturally. So, and that is honestly probably how, I consume water the most is mm-hmm. because I can go a day or multiple days, I'm sure, without drinking a straight cup of water. But I typically drink my tea in the morning. Yeah. And you like it because it keeps you, gets you warm because you mm-hmm. naturally are colder. Um, yep. Yeah. Awesome. Um, the other thing that I wanted to share was if you're all ultimately like, I am just never going to drink a glass of water, try adding some of those fruits and vegetables that Sarah was talking about into your diet at the beginning of the day um, or throughout the day, because I thought this was an interesting tip and trick because it will give you that additional water and some vitamins. So um, the Center for Digestive Health actually suggests eating watermelon, like you had said, cucumbers, Mm -hmm. tomatoes. If you like anything that's really extra juicy, like Sarah said, 
try to add some more of those into your diet during the day. So then you actually are getting additional water, especially if you're like, I'm just never going to drink a glass of water. That's just not going to happen. There you go. Maybe start your morning out with a nice fruit salad. Mm, Delicious. Katie likes berries and honey. Oh, me too. Sarah got her on that. Uh, That's my daughter. And she loves it. And she's like, I feel so healthy. My body feels so nourished. You get that sweet, but then you know it's the honey. So you're also getting all of the benefits of having honey in your diet. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she just loves it because it makes her start her day feeling so healthy. And then all that water, because berries are a lot of water, they're um, feeding her cells, you know, and getting her cells ready for the day. Yeah. Awesome. So I guess our point is drink water. Yep. Got to drink water, people, as much as we might fight it. As my husband would say, we are water people. We are water people. Water world. I love that movie. <laughs> I really do. I know. I do, too, actually. I got I, terrible reviews, but it's one of my favorite movies, probably. No, it actually, that was one of the movies that Brian forced me to watch. Oh, really? I know. Yeah, I think he was he like, you've got to watch over it. it before because I, I think I brought it up in conversation once and he was like, oh, my God. Yeah. You mm-hmm. love that movie, too. And I was like, yeah, it's amazing. It got such shitty reviews. Anyway. Water is life. Thank you, adventurers, for joining us today. We hope this helped you find tips and tricks to loot the booty. Find us on natonelife.com and check us out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to follow us more on our day-to-day. May your poop be regular and bubbles minimal. Stay Stay sassy sassy and gassy. gassy. Till next next time. time. Nice. (laughs) Take the pill and use the glove until you have a child of love. A nat one life. A nat one life. You work all day at make no pay and debt is mounting every day. A nat one life. A nat one life. When the world seems to be slowly crushing your dreams anxiety depression doubt this that one life is shitting on you you can't even poop journey with us and start to fight your way through this now